Shalom, Abraham, the Messiah's Soito Danf Hov. Hey, today's Danf discusses whether Hasra is necessary before making a woman lose her Ksuba. Whether husband's allowed to divorce his wife because she's being Oiveres on Dasio Hudis. Whether a husband can be Michael on his Kinoi, rescind his warning and make his wife no longer a Saita. Can he just do that after she's already over and does a Stira? Uh, we have Machakis Pesham and Beis Hillel. We explain. That that's Talloi on whether the Yerushim and the Isha are muhzak in the Nechassim of the man. And we discuss why an islandess will not get her ksuba as opposed to other women who cannot have children. We begin. The Gemara asks a question. If the woman is violating Das Yehudis, which Rashi elaborates that she's not being tenuous, she's going out with her head uncovered, not that she's mavish uncovering her hair, that's the Raisa, that's Das Moshe, but she's going to the Chatzar with her head perua. And she's talking with too many people. So to take away her ksuba, does she need to be warned about this or not? And the Gemara says, is it about you know, her being over on Das Yehudis, in which case she just automatically loses her ksuba, even without the hasra, without a warning? Or maybe the warning would make her do tshuva and stop doing that. So the Gemara tries three separate rayas. First, we learned that an Arusa and a Shemer Siovam, they don't drink the Mesoita, but they also don't get their Ksuba. Now, she doesn't drink, the, they don't drink the Mesoita, but they, are, they do get a Kinoi. An Arusa and a Shemer Siovam still get warned, but what are we warning them for? L'chaira, this seems like a Raya, that we're warning them so that they don't get their Ksuba. You see that it does require a Hasra in order to, for the woman not to get her Ksuba, but Abai says... That's not, that's not the reason why we give a kinoi. The reason is to answer her on her husband. Rav Papa says, we're not going to make her drink the Mesoita now, but when she gets married, when she has, does Yibam or has Nisuyan, then she's going to need to drink the Mesoita based off this kinoi. Like we, see, we see this in Abraisa. That the reason why we give a kinoi a warning to an Arusa is so that she will drink when she gets married. Rav tries to bring another raya, whether Hasura is necessary to take away her ksuba. We learned that if an Almona marries a Kohen Gadol, or a Grushan Achaluta marries a Kohen Hedyot, Mamzeris and Nesina marries a Bas Yisrael, one of these illegal marriages, a Mamzer, a Nosin, marries a, one of the Gavonim, they don't drink the Mesoita, and they don't get their ksuba. We can be Meduig that she doesn't drink the Mesoita, but she does get a Kinoi. Why are we giving her a Kinoi in this illegal marriage? It's not just to make her usher to husband. They were always usher to marry each other. Elamai, the Hasra, is there to take away her Ksuba. You see that to remove all men's Ksuba, there is a requirement to have a Kinoi. But if you discard this proves this right. He says, no. The reason why we give her asra in this illegal marriage is to us to, to answer the boyel, the one who she secluded with, just like we answer the baal. That we see in the Mishnah, that just like the baal is also, the boyel is also. That's what the kinoi is for. So Rabbi Hanina from Surah tries giving us a third raya, whether a warning is necessary. We learn that Bezdin sometimes does a kinoi in place in lieu of the husband. If the husband becomes a cheresh or if he's a cheresh or, or a shaita, 
or if he's in prison, he's unable to do the kinoi himself. Then Bezdin does it. Why is Bezdin giving a kinoi? It's not to make her drink the meisoita. It's to pass her from getting a ksuba. You see that in order to uh, remove this woman's ksuba, to cut her off from her ksuba, there is a requirement to give her hasra. The Gemara says, okay, that sounds pretty befairish. Why did we try to bring those first two rayas? This is a, seems like a great raya. What could be wrong with this raya? The Gemara says that maybe over there, since the husband is uh, incapacitated in some way, maybe she doesn't have ema of her husband. Kamash Milan, there still is a requirement of a kinoi. Next, the Gemara asks, if she is over on Das Yehudis, she's being inter- acting, acting inappropriately, but the husband still wants to remain married to her, can he? Can he, can he sort of overlook the Das Yehudis? Do we say that it's all totally on the husband's hakpada, what bothers him? If he doesn't mind, it's not an issue. Or maybe there's like an automatic requirement for divorce if she's been over in Das Yehudis. So the Gemara brings a raya. You see that Bezdin sometimes does the kinoi in place of the husband if the husband can't do it. Like we said, if he's in prison, he's a shaitor or a cherish. Now, let's say the husband doesn't care that his wife is being together with other men, being, uh, having stira, ergo being over on das yuhudis and beyond. But let's say the husband still wants to be married to her. He, the husband is, doesn't mind. He's not makbid. So what now, now Bezdin's going to put a kinoi on his wife, even though he wouldn't himself? And the Gemara says, yeah. Because Stam, we can assume that if a man's wife is being over Das Yehudis, he would want to warn her to give her a kinoi. That's why Bezdin could do it in place, which is a fascinating thing. Here we have a case of Bezdin being a, shlu- a shliach to remove something, even shalai befanov, without the husband being there. So now the Gemara asks, can a husband who already gave his wife a warning not to seclude herself with someone, can he rescind that kinoi? Can he be moichel on his warning? Do we say that the Torah gives it all over to the husband? It's all in his control. He could pull it back if he wants. Or since he let out that warning, he can't pull it back in anymore. It's out there. She's already warned. So the Gemara tries bringing a raya. We have... Like we mentioned before, the same case, Bezdin can do a kinoi for the husband. Now, hang on, how could Bezdin do a kinoi for a husband who's incapacitated? A or if he's in jail, maybe the husband's going to be Michael. And the Gemara says, nah, nah, nah. Even if the husband would want to be Michael, if Bezdin lets off, uh, put, puts down a kinoi on the wife, in order to prevent a zilzul in Bezdin, the husband would not be Michael on it. Therefore, Bezdin can put out the kinoi without the husband's permission. We know it's, it's not a raya that the husband doesn't have the right to do a mechila. It's just in this case, he wouldn't if Bezdin already put it out. So we bring another raya. We know that, that while coming to the base of Mikdash to drink the meisaita, we designate two Talmud HaChamim to walk with them to make sure that, they're not, that the husband isn't bail his wife the saita on the way. But the Gemara says, hang on, if the husband could just be Michael the Kinoi, then they can have, have uh, he, he, he can be Bailer al Derech to drink the Mesaita, as long as he's just Michael the Kinoi first. So, what are these two Talmud Chachamim doing there? 
And the Gemara answers, he could be Moichel the Kinoi and be Boyle his wife, but the Talmud Chachamim are there to sort of warn him, to inform him, by the way, if you do want to be Boyle your wife, you have to first be Moichel the Kinoi, and then in Chanami, there's no issue of him being together with his wife. Next, Rav Yoshe tells us that he heard three things from Ze'ira, from the men in Yerushalayim. Three things about Mechila. Number one, that a husband can be Moichel the Kinoi, that he sets down on his wife, uh, regarding a Saita. Number two, uh, a in Mamre, who, uh, that's someone who is, who rebels against, goes against the Bezdin in the Lishkas HaGozis. He's actually Chayev Misas Chenek, strangulation. If Bezdin wants to be Moichel him, they are allowed to. And number three, a Ben Seiru Moire, who a, a rebellious, wayward son, if the parents want to be Moichel him, they can as well. Rabbi says that when he reported, he said over these three things to his friends in the South, they, o- they only agreed with him on two of the three. They did not agree that a Bezdin can be Moichel on a Zokin Mamre, because there would be tremendous machlaikas in Israel because of that. But you see from, from Ravashia's statement that everyone agreed with the other two, that a, and one of them being that a Baal can be Moichel on a Kinoi that he set down on his wife. Uh, Titus points out that this is also an answer that, on our first question, that if she is Oiveres Aldas Yehudis, the husband can remain married to her, isn't required to divorce her. Now we have a Machlikas or Avino, one says that. The husband is only allowed to be moichel on his kinoi, on his warning, before she actually does his stira. But the other Tano holds, uh, that's not, not that Amira holds, it's not an issue of rescinding his kinoi even after she does his stira. The Gemara says that it's mistaver, like the Mandom Aru holds, that he cannot be moichel once she does his stira. Why? Why can't he be Meichel now? Sounds like that, based on what the Rabbanon responded to Rav because Rav taught, told us in a Brisa that we trust the husband not to be Bayal, his wife, Al-Derech, on the way to drink the Meisaita, because we trust them when it comes to Hilchas Nida, which is an Isra Kore, so we'll trust them that they won't do anything on Baderech. Uh, the site is just an Israel love, so Kol Shekin will believe them. And what did the Chachamim respond to Rabbi Yossi? Now you can't learn from Nida because Nida has a heter. There's a time when she won't be a Nida. By a Saita, she's a Saita until she drinks the water. Aye. What can we infer from the Rabbanon's response over here? If he can still be Michael even after she already did a stira, then that's not true. It's not true that Saita doesn't have a heter. He could just be Michael. So you see, at least the Rabbanon hold, that once this woman does stira, he can no longer pull back his kinoi. I mean, no, that's actually how we paskin. Although originally we did say it's machlekes, but we're going to go with the mandamaro holds that once she does a stira, the husband cannot be Michael. There is no ticken for a Saita. She has to drink or admit. Now, in Amishnah, we had a machlekes b'shama and base Hillel if the husband dies before she gets the chance to drink. So... We're left in a state of Suffolk. Beishamai said that she could have her ksuba. Beishelel says that she could only have it if she drinks the meisaita. Otherwise, she cannot. What's the machlekes? Well, Beishamai holds that if you have a star that's waiting to be collected, it says if it is collected over here, 
since she has a chazaka on her husband's suba, it's a, it's a shtar that she is going to collect when he dies. So it's as if she already collected it. It's as if it's in her rishos, and therefore we have a, a suffix, whether she was mazana or not. In the case of the suffix, we're going to go with the chazaka, that it's hers. But Basil holds that... Uh, a star which is waiting to be collected is not as if it's hers. So the money is still in the wishes of the Yarshim. Over here, uh, we're, we're not going to say, it's in their wishes. They don't have to prove anything to get it from the wife. So she'll have to drink. And we had uh, the next step in our Mishnah was regarding marriages to women who cannot give birth. Rev, uh, Nachman Omar Rabba Baravua says, that the Machlekas that we had over there, where Rabbi Yezer said, it's not an issue being married to her because he can be able to prove Ravu somewhere else. The Machlekas is only by an Akara, a barren woman, or a Zakena, an elderly woman. But an islandess who can never have uh, children, everyone would agree that she does not drink the Mesoita and does not get her Ksuba because the Pasuk says that if the woman, the Saita, drinks and she's okay, Vinoxa Vinizara Zera that she's going to be clean, right? she's proven innocent, and she can, she will then have children. You see the Pasuk is saying that only someone who is in the parsha of having children can drink the Mesaita, as opposed to an islandess. An islandess is, is not in the parsha of having children, so she's neither, uh, she's also not going to be in the parsha of the Saita. She does not drink and doesn't get her Ksuba. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.